Yes, now, and welcome back to episode 70 of the Top Rider podcast. Obviously, as you can see, we are missing the co-host, Harry, who sadly <laughs> can't join us for this week's episode just due to time construction. But there's only one place to start before I introduce our lovely guest for our third episode in the series of where we follow someone around the UK scene to see how they progress. There's only one thing to start, and it was coming very big shock. Obviously, me and Harry were sadly not at the Scotland Card Show, and obviously the UK Card Collectors Awards as well this Saturday, but we did receive a couple of messages and then a post went out. I, I really don't know what to say, but it's just a massive thing. We managed to pull off within the UK podcast of the year. Um, massive shock for me and Harry. Obviously, we'd like to thank every single person who's listened, supported, voted in this to give us the recognition that we don't really think we was going to win, but it was a massive thank you. But like we say, there's three other fantastic podcasts that were also nominated. That was T and Tops, Soccer Cards United and the SG Podcast. I will definitely recommend you going along and giving them a listen because like we say, we're, it's such a good scene at the moment and we're just recommending getting the podcast in up there. I know as well, Patrick Mahomes has started up another one, the card show, to do make sure you give that a listen and give him some support. But after a massive thank you, once we get the trophy we'll and when Harry's back next week, we'll talk about it in a bit more detail. But now on to our third episode in the series where we follow Mr. LGL Breaks uh, from his journey from starting up to seeing what happens. And Lewis, Mr. LGL Breaks himself, has joined us. So how are you doing, my friend? Yeah, no, I'm very, very good. Thank you. First of all, congratulations to you and Harry um, on the podcast of the year. Um, of course, a lot goes on behind the scenes as well of what you put into this. So congratulations to both of you. Um, episode 70 now, which is crazy. Um, so it's much deserved, although you guys might not think it, but you guys who um, do a great job. So first of all, it's um, definitely have some appreciation. It's um, a great job you guys have done. But anyway, yeah, um, appreciate you having me on again. And can't wait to talk um, breaks, cards, pulls, um, and pickups and a lot. Yeah, no, thank you so much for your kind words. And like I say, it was, this series was quite a fond one we were going to do. And we was always looking for the right person. Obviously, it helps that you're in with our circle, but yeah. it was... You, when you started out in January and whatnot, you pretty much had near enough hardly any followers when we'd done the first episode. And obviously now, whatnot is a very much a different place, but we won't start about that. Obviously, we at the end of the episode two, so if anyone wants to listen to the series, every 12 episodes going back is another episode of LJ, obviously 58 and 46 as well. However, you did set some targets, and one of the main ones I want to talk about, uh, you was thinking about doing a case break. So has yeah. there been any progression with doing a case break? Yeah, honestly, um, even setting myself that goal of a case break, I was thinking, am I going to be able to do it? Am I going to be able to fill it? Because that's the biggest thing. You can buy a case, but are you going to be able to fill it? Um, luckily, we have now done two full case breaks and a half case break as well, which in the past three months to be able to do to, to be able to progress like that from doing no case breaks to now three months later, having done two plus a half case break as well is honestly just phenomenal. Um, support that I have from whatnot is uh, all the whatnot community is crazy. I have loads of people that come in every single day, um, regular consumers, new people that get involved. And all, all I can do is thank them for the uh, support on filling it. But yeah, like I said, done two case break and a half case break, um, which for me is just crazy. Like you said, I only um, started at the start of this year and I've already done two case breaks and a half case break. So yeah I'm, I'm i'm chuffed before we get into like some of the pools and everything there's one thing so for people who don't know often i join um lewis on his streams to give him a helping hand and from a helping out perspective and from your own 
Can we please have confirmation on your next case breaks that you're going to separate base box, please? Oh, don't. Honestly, guys, we done um a Donruss Blaster case break. The new Donruss Blaster, a nice case. We didn't really get the greatest pulls from it, but I believe there was 1,800 cards in blasters, guys, in the case, which is ridiculous. So we sorted it all out. We put the base to one side. We put all the inserts to one, number to one side. We sorted out all the numbers and inserts and we looked at the base stack and we was like, oh God, <laughs> here we go. And there was a, there was around 1,500 base cards we had to sort out. It took us ages. But I think that kind of case, I will be uh, doing a base spot next time because I've now learned from my mistake of doing it twice now. <laughs> Not separating a base spot. Honestly, it takes you a very, very long time to sort out. I was going to say, like, that's a, especially one of the things on the learning process. And that's what we was massively talking about in the last two. That is a learning pro process. Yeah. Obviously, every product's different. For example, you've got Don Rust, which is heavy base. Whereas something that you recently ripped, which was a half a case of chrome, you actually only four cards per pack. And one of them's normally an insert or a parallel. So that one's not as bad on the base and sorting out. Yeah, no, definitely. Like you said, four cards per pack. One of them's either a refractor, insert, specimen, wonder kids, whatever it may be. Then you only got three base cards per pack. Um, only only 20 packs, but like you said, only 80 cards a box. So it's not a lot. So I'm more than happy to kind of sort that out as that would maybe take me all in all hour and a half, give or take, to sort out everything, packaging, everything. But that Domrus took us a good three hours, four hours after with two people, with, with two people to sort out. So, yeah, kind of this kind of stuff where it's not, we can see how many cards are in there. It's not crazy. But when we can see 1,800 cards in a case, it's definitely going to get split out next time. That is absolutely music to my ears. But obviously another thing we were talking about yeah. heavily in the last one before we do talk about the future and obviously your recent rate, you was around the 1,000 follower area. And obviously that was a target from, I remember episode one when you said that was your yearly target. So how yeah. is the follower count progressing at the moment? So we'll go from, so the first goal we had was end of the year, a thousand followers and a case break. Both of them have been luck, luckily ticked off. And then the previous episode we had to hit a thousand by this episode, yeah. which we have now done, which is good. And also to do a case break by this episode, which is done. We are now sitting at close to 1.7K followers which is honestly phenomenal. The way you got to think about it is imagine if 1,000 is close to one, let's say 1,650, 1,650 of people are sitting in this room all following you. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy, honestly. So I think everyone has followed me over the past seven months now. Um, yeah, they were the goals to hit 1K at the end of the year, but I'm only just we're halfway through and we're nearly at 1.7, which is honestly crazy. And then obviously that goal was to do one case break, which you now done two and a half case break. And also Chrome is not a cheap case to do as well or to fill. And we've done a half case of it. Um, Cause we know the cases are, are really, really expensive um, to, to, to do. So, and to even try and fill it um, is obviously hard to do, but I appreciate everyone that's got involved. And yeah, they are the goals and luckily smashed them out of the park. Yeah, no, I say it's a massive well done for you on that one. I know obviously we'll be doing something similar at the end of this one as well, setting the next goals for the next episode. But I think that's a perfect talk before we talk about other things going on within the breaking world. But obviously you did just break Chrome, which was a great fun. Um, you yeah. started off the first half was like one box randoms, and then you went yeah. into the six uh, six box PYT, PYP. If that people don't know, that's either pick your team or pick your player. And it was quite 
the actual six box was quite late that you actually decided to do it. So the actual feel on it, did that take you back as well a bit to show that there is clearly a massive interest in Chrome, especially yeah. like the likes of Immaculate have released and Inception, but obviously a bit of a different yeah. price point. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely, because I must have been sitting around about 12, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I actually texted you, I was like, so let's do, I've got six boxes left, so I just smash out a half case break. I put it on at 6 o'clock, and then I was like, you know what, let's just do it. Uh, everything started at £1, so it's a risk to be able to do that as well. But I was like, you know what, let's smash them out, I've got six left, let's just try and get them out and done with. Um, but there was a lot of interest. Um, people People love to get involved in half cases, cases that are always more expensive. Someone might be able to want to pay that little bit extra, even if it's just one player. For example, I've got some cards here I still need to sort out, whether it be Salah, Garnacho, just to buy one player because it's multiple boxes, you have more of a chance. Um, so, yeah, I was literally sitting around for, let's just smash it out, field it. And honestly, the rest is history. Uh, talking about history, I think there's only one place we've got to go now, and that is the hits because... It was unbelievable. It was banger after banger. So I'm going to let you take over for this one. And for people who are watching, you'll get the pleasure of seeing them. If not, if you do want to see them, I recommend heading over to LGL Breaks Instagram page because there is pictures of the hits on there. All right, let's go. So we're going to start off with the worst auto in the box. Now, it's not even a terrible auto. It is a Mason Mount, Topps Chrome Auto to 90. Nine, of course, newly based, pretty much signed to Man United now. Everything's pretty much signed and sealed. Man, uh, Mason Mount auto to 99. That is the worst auto we got. Um, next, of course, remember, guys, it's six autos, half a case break. Next one we got is a Zanetti auto 59, which is a really, really nice one, something you don't see every single day. And another one as well is Fabio Cannavaro auto, another 59 one. Again, autos you don't really see every day of legends. Really nice one to have. Now, the best three ones coming up. We got a Galazzo Auto of Enzo Fernandez to 99, which is a really nice one. The Galazzo insert, massive, massive fan of. And of course, Rookie Auto from Chrome. Prices will go through the roof. Now, when I pulled this card, my reaction was crazy until we show you the last card. But my reaction on this one was honestly crazy. We pulled a Garnacho Rookie Auto from Chrome to 50. Gold to 50, gone at your auto. When I pulled that, that was first box as well. We pulled that. And I was there like, you know what? Whatever we get now is just a bonus. Because when I pulled that, I was like, that's a huge auto. Gone at you the 50 rookie. It's mental. And then we we topped it to something stupid, which is a triple auto of Vinicius Jr., Neymar, and Lewandowski to 25. I don't know if you can see that. Mate, honestly, I, I, I was shaken. I was shaken because this car is probably worth, I don't know, a grand, over a grand, let's say. I don't know what a specific number is going to be, but a triple auto is just ridiculous. I don't know what the odds are. They're in pretty much impossible to be able to pull something like that. It's not a dual auto. It's a triple auto of three of, you could say, some of the best players in the world. Yeah. Lewandowski. Neymar and Vinicius Jr. Vinicius Jr. probably one of probably maybe the top five right now. So to have them, them guys on triple auto is crazy. And my reaction was just funny, guys. I kept saying, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I was I was ecstatic because I like to be able to provide people with the best cards possible yeah. because I know what it's like to enter breaks. I, I still enter breaks myself. I want to be able to pull or see something get pulled that's massive. So I don't want to be a breaker and just 
pull something that's not great and go, oh yeah, we pulled this. No, I want to be able to pull them one of ones, triple auto like we have, be able to keep everyone happy and everyone to get involved. That's what I like to go and do. I I enjoy opening packs. That's why I do it. I've just got, I just love being a DJ, just ripping packs. That's what I love. That's why that's why I got into this. But yeah, when I pulled when I got when I pulled that, I was just in complete out of shock, honestly. Yeah, I, th- I was saying, I was watching along. Obviously, the Garnacho to begin with is a highlight of a case, if not a few cases. And then, obviously, to pull the triple was, which I hadn't seen prior to you putting I'd seen, obviously, the one of one that was pulled of the Ronaldo Messi Harlem, yeah. but I hadn't actually seen the Lever, Neymar, and Vinicius, which is an absolute beautiful card. And it's just yeah. overall, as obviously, I'm talking as a breaker's perspective now, Chrome, you've obviously ripped quite a few different products in there, Prisms. You've seen quite a lot of select broken. You've looked at Don Russ. Do you think Chrome's probably pretty much right up there for one of the better products to rip in, in as a actual breaker's perspective? Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. We all know Tots Chrome's one of the the kind of more sought-after products, especially for the rookies, the Garnet shows that are coming out. Um, I personally really enjoy Chrome. If you go to episode one, guys, episode one, Ronnie asked me, what is your favourite set? And I said, I said Tots Chrome. If, um, because I really like it because it, it's going to hold value. That's why people kind of love Tops Chrome. Um, the kind of UCC paper set, I think it was flagship that got released before it. It's nice, but it's not going to hold value like Chrome will. Um, so that's why people want to get involved in it. People always want to get involved in sets that are high quality. The kind of design of these is beautiful, high quality. You've got one in your hand now. Yeah. Um, you can see the quality of it is just, it's just amazing. Um, that's why, of course, people want to get involved. Even the likes of kind of on-demand sets that come out, top decos, the gold, the, the, the set is not that great. We know long term they're not going to be worth, but that's why people want to get involved in Chrome. They pay that kind of higher value. That's why it's worth more because of the kind of product being more established and worth more. And for, also another thing, I think a lot of, I've seen a lot of people ask this question within streams and breaks. Do you think it was better when it was the like 32 team format for just the Champions League group stage teams? Or do you think it's better now that they've taken some of the Champions League teams out and obviously added some of the Europa League and Conference League? Still around the same mark, obviously now it's 33 teams, so it's technically added one more. But do you prefer yeah. it now with the options of having like the Man U's, the Arsenal's coming into the product? Yeah. Personally, I like it that it that other teams have been added in. Especially, I'm a, I'm a West Ham fan, starting to collect a lot more West Ham cards. So it's nice to have West Ham in Chrome because we're not going to be in the Champions League anytime soon. So to be able to have a top Chrome card is is nice to have because obviously, if it was Champions League, we wouldn't have it. Yeah. But it's hard to say. Does it kind of derail the price slightly? Because before it was just Champions League team, it was just the big teams so now there's other teams in it maybe it might kind of drop the price slightly but i'm not too sure we'll see kind of how prices go over the next few months but personally i'm a fan that kind of europa league and conference league has been implemented in yeah obviously like i say it's a fantastic product um you're looking to i take it it's going to be a product that you're going to be looking for because obviously there is the light format as well but obviously not guaranteed the auto per box and the parallels are slightly different so yeah. is a light uh, one you're compla- um, contemplating or is it more going to be stick with the hobby because the guaranteed hits? Yeah. So people want to be involved to be able to have a chance of autos. That's the chase. End of the day is to be able to pull autos. Most likely I'll stick to, let's say, 90% uh, hobby. 
but there is definitely a time where I will try all the light boxes. Again, I'm not too sure exactly what they're costing, but say if they're 60, 70 pound lesser box, whatever it may be, it's of course people can get involved for cheaper. So it's definitely an option I want to bring because I don't want to keep bringing this kind of high, higher end product where people sometimes can't get involved in the cheap spots. I want to be able to kind of mix match it. Cool, let's do some hobby, let's do some light. So there's a mix of uh, customers as well. And then, of course, switch it for other products, that blaster box that people might want to get involved in, to kind of having that different variations that people can get involved in, whatever it may be. Yeah, no, I think that's a massive debate at the moment. I'm seeing people, obviously, it's nice that people can get involved with the lights, but obviously your upside of what you can potentially hit, slightly less, the parallels are slightly different. It's more like a checkerboard design than the actual whatever. There's so many different parallels now in Chrome, obviously going all the way up to 399. But looking at other products, um, which you have obviously ripped. It was light boxes that you've done the case of Chrome, Bundesliga, and yeah. then also you've done the Blaster, which is a retail version for Donra. So how do they compare as well, having like a light version, which is not the full Chrome, but then also a retail product that the actual guaranteed rates on that is completely less? Yeah. I think as a breaker, you're much safer breaking Hobbit because at least you know, cool, we're pulling six autos. We're pulling, of course, three numbered times six, eight. We're pulling 18 numbered. Yeah. This is the minimum you're getting. So at least you know it's a breaker. Cool. We're getting this. Even if they're not great autos, everyone should walk away happy because they're the guarantee there. But with your light boxes, where you're only guaranteed like two numbered uh, auto, I believe in Bundesliga Chrome Light, it's one in 20 boxes. Um, the Domrus we done is one in 20 as well for an auto. Where it's not guaranteed, people sometimes don't want to get involved. And it's also risky. Imagine if someone buys a spot for 80, 90 pounds, doesn't pull nothing, where especially if a chance is not guaranteed, it's kind of it's hard to kind of say say it as a breaker, but I'd rather I feel much more comfortable. That's the best way to say it. Much more comfortable breaking something where there's a guarantee, because at least I know six autos are getting pulled, so many numbered. And there'll be quite a lot of people that are happy. Of course, unfortunately, some people don't hear it's part of the past with entering breaks. But at least I know, cool, there's a guarantee we're pulling this. So there's, there'll be some nice stuff getting involved. Yeah, I think also you've done quite a different stream the other day. Um, obviously, we won't talk about more of the actual inner workings behind it, but you would actually done a single stream, which yeah. uh, you was going for quite long. I think it was 100 different lots that you sold off. So yeah. is there quite a big difference between like the audience of, a break stream and a single stream because i could imagine i've seen other people on the platform and on other platforms that singles and it's the numbers are ridiculously high in comparison to yeah. sometimes the breaks yeah so what i've noticed is people that have got involved in singles don't get involved in breaks there is there is actually a different audience because some people don't want to spend 50 pound 60 pound on a case break to not guarantee anything decent where they can spend 60 pound on five singles say a average about 10 or each for example they know they're getting them they're getting them cards they, they can pick up a nice auto on a single stream for a tenner of i can't think of a mace amount for example it's come to my head they could pick that up for 10 15 quid at least say no 10 15 quid i've guaranteed that instead of spending 15 quid on a break to not guarantee anything good but there is some people that have got involved in the singles and the breaks but majority of the time i have noticed a bit of a difference that People that I've got involved with my single cell, I've got involved in every single cell. People that are getting involved in the breaks are getting involved in the majority of the breaks, but they don't really cross. Yeah, I was going to say, is it something you're going to continue going forward or is it going to be like every X amount of period or like a monthly special, so to speak? 
Yeah, so majority of the time I'll be doing breaks, um, nine out of ten times. But I would say every fortnight or every three weeks, there'll be a single sell. I'm going to call it the £1,000 single sell because I bring about a, a, a worth value of around £1,000. That's what we literally done the last sell. It was 100 singles, all total value to approximately £1,000, which was, it was a nice big single sell. A lot of people were in there. We had, I think, concurrent viewers throughout the whole stream was around 50, 60. So it's nice to know that there's a big audience for it. Same again with breaks. Yesterday, I was putting fire, but there was a good 50, 60 people in there as well. So... As long as you're bringing what the people want, people will be in there. So, like I said, people want the singles, people are going to get involved. People want breaks, they're going to get involved. As long as you're bringing a good atmosphere, like I said, if anyone wants to get involved in breaking, you've always got to make sure you're talking to the audience all the time. That's the thing that I kind of separate with other people. Not saying people don't are not, are not good at kind of interacting, but that's personally my specialty. I feel like I, I put music on in the background, but I won't just be like, uh messy Neymar I'm, I like to kind of really interact so with every comment I'm replying to I'm asking questions I'm saying what do you guys think of this do you like this set do you like this parallel I like to really interact and kind of have a good a good vibe with the chat because that's just the person I am I like to kind of have good fun and I kind of went off track there but that's the kind of the kind of streamer I am yeah yeah so one of the core reasons for doing this series which like you just said was for people who might be considering breaking or they're breaking and they're trying to get up the ladder, so to speak, it's like what to do and not to do. And obviously there's a massive talking point, obviously what happened recently, we covered it a lot last episode, but I want to briefly talk for you because obviously from a breaker's perspective, obviously sadly now Vogt is not operating in the UK. So a lot of them are moving over onto the whatnot platform. So how do you see the platform changing? Because there should be an influx of not just breakers, but maybe more viewers as well. So A, is it a promising time for you? But then also, how's it do you think it's going to change at all yeah so as there's pros and cons with with everything there's pros and cons of this move um of course unfortunately what have had to shut down the quarter brain in the uk of course uh that's of course sometimes how business works unfortunately some work some don't and there's hasn't they done really really well everything they've done up till now was was great there was a great company but now of course all breakers have now moved over to whatnot um, which is a good thing because we're having a lot more good streamers coming to whatnot as well. But there is, of course, that influx of streamers. So instead of there just being five soccer breakers on a Friday, Saturday night, there is now 20, which, end of the day, it is what it is. People will still join the streams they want to join. If people prefer me, they're going to join my breaks. People prefer someone else, they're going to join their breaks. But the good thing is, as well, is people that have come over are going to bring all of their audience over. So say if there was a thousand users on VOT from the UK, now there's a thousand extra users on whatnot. So it's not just there was a hundred viewers between five streamers and now there's a hundred viewers between 20 streamers. No, they brought over all their audience. And that's going to help us whatnot streamers as well. So the likes of me, all the big guys in the UK, it's going to help us as well. We're going to get more followers from it, more, more people getting involved. So like I said, Yes, there'll be more people streaming at the same time, but there is more people now on the platform. So, like I said, there's a pro and con. So, yeah. Yeah, I was just saying, is there, obviously, now you've learned a lot more whilst breaking. Is there any other, like, people or recommendations you'd make to people what to do 
because I've seen it quite a few times in your streams where someone's gone, I'm thinking about starting up. Is there obviously yeah. before we've spoken about here and there what to expect, like just be lively and chat. Is there anything else in like the last three months that you've you've started doing as a good practice or you've seen someone else do that you'd actually recommend for someone else to do? Yeah. So biggest thing, like I said, first of all, is kind of be interactive with your audience because that's the, that's personally the biggest thing for me. Secondly, is people don't know what actually how long it takes on the back end because it's not just you stream, cool, all cards get shipped. No, I'm I'm about to sort out this half case break I did yesterday, right now after this um uh, podcast we do, and it's gonna take me a while. Because, but end of the day, that's that's the thing you got to implement as well. Yeah. Thirdly you will be taking a loss, especially if you're just starting out as well. I'm still taking losses here and there. I will majority of the time, to be honest with you. But again, it's all part of the parcel with growing as a breaker. Um, and it is what it is. Um, of course, make sure you're buying sleeves, top loaders, because you don't think about that as well when you're getting into it. You might buy a pack of top loaders, a pack of sleeves. It'll be gone in 30 minutes. So you can't make sure your stock level is high. Also, um, bringing in a lot more products as well. You want to be um, very, very consistent as if you do a break on a Monday and then you can't break for another week until next Wednesday, people most likely will forget about you. That's just how society is, yeah. how it is. Um, if they see your live, but then all these other streamers are live now next week, they're going to join all them because they're being consistent. They're going to keep joining them. So again, consistency, being interactive, make sure you're, you know what, how long it takes on the back end that's not to tear, uh, to tear people away from doing it. That's just so you guys know if you are getting into it, it takes a while um, in terms of sorting, making sure you're buying padded envelopes, packaging your stuff right as well, because you can't just package everything, chuck all the cards in the bag. No, it's got to be team bags. They've got to be sleeves. The hits got to be top loaded. Just little stuff like that, which to be fair, you if you have been involved in breaks, when you receive it, you'll be able to see how breakers package it up anyway. So little things like that, you'll be able to go ahead and pick up um but yeah they're just little things that you can get involved in to be fair it's quite easy to be able to to be able to become a seller if you drop whatnot a message they might give you a quick call to go through but um and they'll give you some more advice as well but they're my kind of biggest tips if you kind of want to get involved i don't know if you if i've missed anything ronnie if you can kind of um point me out anything yeah i think one of the main ones as well is don't be afraid to ask for, for someone else's help or even yeah. just run saying buy them i think that's a massive one as well that Obviously, some people in the hobby see like so-called bigger personalities as like untouchable, but a lot of people are very much talkable. With, talkable, with, like I think of quite a few people that are easy to reach out to. I know, for example, yourself, you're an advocate of it. That if someone needs any help or just a bit of advice, just talk to people. And as well, I think what I see a lot of breakers doing is mingling with each other, especially in streams. Like join the streams. You don't have to buy into every stream. Just be yeah. in there talking and form relationships with other breakers yeah. i know that you've been doing that same thing and that's a really good one as well to get into know each other and helping each other out yeah, yeah. no 100 percent. you're right like i said guys if any of you want to get into breaking you've always thought about doing it drop me a message it's the same um lgl breaks on instagram i can give you any advice you need whether that's be kind of what product to invest in um because again guys you want to product invest in products that's hot or invest in product that's that's good as well. Stuff like Obsidian. People still people would love to get involved in Obsidian. Um, Harlan Rookie Museum Chase. Whatever it may be, these kind of products that also product that people are not doing. Chronicles. There's loads of different stuff you can do. So if you guys have got any kind of ideas you want to run by me, let me know and I'll, I can obviously help you out. I'm still fairly new to it as well. I've been doing it seven months. So 
I'm not a, a, a god. It's literally, I'm not a god break. I've only been doing it seven months. So I'm still learning. I'm asking the bigger people what could put me to the next step. Because I'm on 1.7. There's people that are on like 4K, 5K, 6K on, on, on UK, whatnot now. So I'm still dropping them a message, say weekly, say, hey, is there anything I can do to kind of make this next step? Because I'm not there. And I want to be able to get there. So like I said, guys, if you're a step below me, ask me, what can I do to get to that step? And obviously I'm asking the person above me, what can I do to get to that step? So everyone's friendly. Um, of course, there might be some people that don't want to help and they, that's what it is, but I'm here to help. You go on any other questions, guys. I'm here to help. Yeah, before we set on the next milestones, obviously what you'd like to hit before the next episode, obviously in 12 weeks time, um is what obviously you know you've mentioned that you're going to probably bring in some more chrome potentially to break yep. is there any other products that are on the horizon so obviously we've got a bit of a busy release calendar recently and going forward is there any yep. other products that are taking your fancy that you might rip um off the top of my head nothing in particular i might start bringing in maybe like fraterra um the fraterra box they are quite expensive to go ahead and do so it might be like a random team. I've seen a few people do it and it does fairly well. A lot of people are interested in Fraterra. So that might be something I want to go ahead and bring. Of course, more Tops Chrome. Um, fingers crossed, Inception. If I can get a few boxes of Inception, I would love to. Although the resale prices are going around 350, 400. It's honestly ridiculous. But some of the hits you can get from there are crazy. If I can bring in Inception, that's one thing that I definitely would want to do because some of them cards are ridiculous. Yeah, and obviously, like we was, we were saying before about like Chrome, especially that you're guaranteed, well, on average, but near enough guaranteed an auto per box, and you can hit anything between like three and six parallels. Like I know, for example, me and Harry will talk about this a lot next week, but like for example, Chronicles is like right around the corner, and it's a very strange product I've always found for breaking because for people who don't know Chronicles, it's split into three leagues. It's been to La Liga, Premier League, and Syria, and then it's 15 cards per mini box. And there's normally one auto, potentially two autos per three boxes. It's normally one auto, two mem cards, and then a couple of number cards. Is that a product that you you think are coming in, or because it's not guaranteed like the big hits? Because I remember last year seeing books is where the best hit was a Jakob Yankto auto to 500. It's a yeah. bit different to like your Chrome, for example. Yeah. Uh, personally, I'm not a big fan of chronicles i've just i'm really not a big fan of it personally i know a lot of people really like it personally i'm not a big fan but if people want me to do it i definitely something i'll implement and today you always want to do what what people want uh because you can do case breaks of it whether when the h2 comes out because h2 is of course a cheaper version where of course you're not guaranteed anything in there really but you can still get the patches although i have pulled a one-on-one patch out of a h2 box uh, with david louis we might we might have to run it back because i did pull a one-on-one last time but yeah um definitely maybe chronicles but nothing that i'm a big fan of but definitely would maybe bring it in if people want it yeah so obviously now we look at some milestones that you're going to set to achieve obviously next time you'll be on be episode 82 which will be around october time like, like late september early october so have you set anything in terms? Obviously, last time was a case break by this episode and hit a thousand followers. So, what's like? What's the plans now for LGL in terms of what you're going to hit and what we're going to be judging you on? Everyone's going to be judging you on next time. Oh God, um, I haven't got no specific goals, so we're gonna we're gonna make them together right here. I'm gonna jot them down. Um, so, let's go with. So we're on the verge of 1.7 in three months. I reckon let's say 2.5. I think 2.5 is reasonable. Yep. 
uh, not a two because we're fair, we're getting to two. So I think an extra five hundred, two point five, which is still eight hundred over eight hundred followers away in three months, which is still very very difficult to go ahead and do. So that's a kind of a goal to push to, um, which fingers crossed we can go ahead and do, and then a case break of I guess. A, I don't think we should do a case break, Ronnie. You got any ideas for me? Because case break was was the last goal, because I can do another case break of of something. But two point five k followers, I think, is a, a nice goal to use. It could even be, you know, it could be like a certain amount of streams potentially. Could be quite okay. a good one. Obviously, because yeah. now we're saying that you're looking at the singles room and the um, breaking route, so it could potentially be like an X amount of single streams or breaks by this time. Obviously, the next episode. Okay, I think that's a good idea. So we got that ties in with one of the pieces of advice of consistency to people who are listening along. Exactly, very, very, very good. So we got ninety days, of course, three months in about ninety days. I'm trying to do some quick maths here. What's three three streams a week yeah. of breaking? No, two streams a week of breaking. No, God, give me a second. I'm trying to do some some quick maths. Um, Let's say three streams a week. I won't do yep. one um, singles or two break. Let's just do three streams a week. 36 streams. That's 36 streams, yeah? Yeah, yep. don't worry. Cool. We won't get you like Harry did with his maths. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm yeah. That. That's why, look, I'm not even going to try and do it. I don't want to get embarrassed on here. But let's say, cool, 36 streams from now till the next episode, which is one every three days, I, th- I think. No, just over one every three days. Just over. Which is... A lot of streams to do, but again, that's consistency to be able to keep bringing in product. Once you've bought a product, kind of getting ready to get the next one in because you want to be able to have that by the time you've broken this. But yeah, 2.5K and 36 streams over the next 90 days, which I think um, are hard goals to hit, but hopefully realistic that we can push to. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's always good to set people. I think I went like setting goals myself for the podcast. It's it's always easy to set yourself a goal of I'll oh, get five subscribers, for example, something like that. But you want to make it challenging to get to that. Yeah. If you fail trying, you, it gives you that more motivation yeah. to get to the point. But also, yeah. if you do achieve it, you're like, oh, my God, I actually hit it. And then it gives you yeah. – so it's just working that way. And like I say, I think there's a lot of things, obviously, as well, that I know we've had discussions, obviously, off-air regarding like, a lot of things that you're potentially working on, which would be great yeah. to hear in the future when they get implemented but like we say i think it's a, a brilliant series this one that anyone who's listening to this is thinking about breaking or doing single streams or whatever or even just getting started in the hobby make sure you do give each one a listen obviously i always say we've got a load of episodes on back order but it's a great one to see how someone can develop over every three months and gone from Definitely. someone could no, like no, but at the beginning it was struggling to sell out a hobby box. Now yeah. to have done six boxes looking at cases, I think it shows that progression where you're yeah. at at the moment, and yeah. it looks promising now for obviously for the rest, the rest of the half of the year left, yeah. where it could actually end up. Yeah, you you said it perfectly. You don't even know what else to say. To be fair, um, like you said, starting you can also even go back to the first episode, guys. Even in terms of confidence, mm-hmm. that's a big thing as well because when you first start you might be quite timid you might be quite not really know exactly what to do how how to speak on a stream but again that just comes with um experience doing it over time also going into other streamers picking up little things from them as well not exactly copying yeah he's doing that i'm going to do that but what sometimes 
if they play music or if how they speak to their audience picking up little things from everyone kind of implement that into yours but that's probably the biggest thing as well confidence because you, people want to be able to go involved in a stream where the, the, the streamer is confident because that's what people people want but i think that's a, definitely a, another big tip um, try and be confident or you will be build up over time because like i said you go watch the first episode i reckon i weren't as confident as i was now Oh, no, I fully stand by that and I'm a massive advocate for that. I think it's the same even from my personal journey. Obviously, now it's completely different. I'm 70 episodes in now to the podcast. Yeah. Obviously, me and Harry are doing weekly ones, but it is true. Like the first time I've done it, you could hear it in my voice. It's You can't yeah. pick up the tempo. is a lot much unnatural. Whereas if you people would have seen me at a show, I'd be a lot more free speaking and like that. But now, it, it, the more you do say it, the more second nature it becomes. I know that's the same yeah. with you breaking that. I've done it a few times where I broke on your one. And to remember that you're not talking to someone else, you're talking to the phone. Obviously, it's yeah. a different podcast. I'm talking to people, but you're talking to people's messaging. So you're kind of talking yeah. to yourself. And yeah. even that's a, like you say, it's just confidence. So, like, it's, yeah. It's, and it's because that's kind of un, unnatural to see comments and reply on a live stream and they're replying, yeah. but it's, it's not, not normal. But it's not normal sounds quite not but yeah either way it's, it's different to talking how we're talking here so that's the kind of thing you've got to get used to again like you said all kinds of confidence you weren't how you are now on your first episode oh no 100 and like we say do recommend checking the last two episodes out obviously we're going to talk about a few things non-lgl breaks but i've just got to stress that if anyone is not following mr lewis over here on whatnot it's lgl breaks on whatnot and also on instagram it's lgl breaks and yet again on youtube it's lgl breaks which makes it nice and easy that there's nice and easy yeah so nice (laughs) but i would always recommend if you head over to the instagram the links are right in there to make it easy and actually that's what i'm going to just touch on obviously you did start with a couple of uploads london card show and also uh breaking box is that something that potentially going to go down another adventures obviously time is very much consuming with it so it's like is that another thing as well and this will probably be the last one it's like actually being able to rely on other people for help and sometimes yeah. even where it's needed to re- not recruit someone but be able to source out a bit of the work to get someone to do it as you focus your attention elsewhere yeah no definitely recruitment in terms of hiring someone to LGL break is something that i'll look to in the future definitely because i know a lot of people are doing that now where they might be streaming three times a week, they haven't got time because they've got full-time commitments to be able to stream another four days. So they'll have other people streaming them four days. Again, that that kind of comes to consistency so they can see that that channel is live seven days a week. Um, so yeah, in the future, definitely want to implement that. And what was your other question, if you remember? Uh, just more about just committing time, ain't it? Working out when yeah. sometimes you don't oh, YouTube, have you mentioned. Yeah, YouTube as well. YouTube is definitely something I want to do because oh, yeah. I really, really like Pac-Man. If you guys know Pac-Man, from, from america great youtuber um if you listen to this and you don't know him you'd be sleeping under a rock honestly he does breaks pretty much just personals on personals six times a week. literally yeah. yeah six times a week flawless wherever it may be it yeah. comes out he's open in it that's something i want to do as well it definitely but it's obviously again expensive but what i could do is for example i could bring a top screen hobby box in and kind of take a little bit of a loss on it, do a YouTube video, but somebody else can buy the personal for a little bit, a little bit less. At least they can get a personal for less than what I bought it for. But I get a YouTube video out of it. So there's other ways I can do it, but definitely YouTube. I want to do more vlogs, hundred percent. I had a lot of good feedback from the London Cardshow vlog, which I was uh, really, really happy about. Um, 
so I definitely want to do more. Any car show I go to will implement London Car Show, South Coast, whatever it may be. Mm. Uh, um, I'll most likely vlog, vlog, vlog for the future. Obviously, no, obviously, we're only about four weeks, give or take, now away from the next London Car Show at Sandown. So are you heading down to Sandown Racecourse yet again for another one? Yes, I will be at the London Car Show. So if you see this face, come and say hello. I don't Run the it. other way. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Run the other way. I told you, get out. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, come say hello if you see me or Ronnie or any of us um, on the podcast, of course, Harry as well. Um, definitely will be there. At the moment, I think a lot of us, us our little group, are just going for the Saturday. Mm. Um, ideally, I want to go to Sunday as well, so I might have to convince a few of the boys. But uh, definitely Saturday confirmed, and we'll see the Sunday. Um, and yeah, can't, can't wait for it. It's always a, an amazing, amazing show. Harry does an insane job on the London Card Show. To be able to run that with around nearly 4,000 people that come over the weekend is insane and it's always great and I can't wait to um to go again yeah and funny enough another talking point that I've been meaning to talk about since it opened and funny enough we went there last week which was the Kaboom car store actually in Finchbury Park in London yeah. obviously not too far from our beloved Arsenal but um obviously one of the only real brick and mortar stores within the UK for selling yeah. especially a lot of product and also cards as well um Obviously, it's, if you're in central London, it's only a 25-minute journey to get there. And yeah. once you get out of Finchley Park Station, it's literally a three, four-minute walk. If that, I would definitely recommend anyone who hasn't been there to go there, obviously stocking a lot of product. Got some cards now, obviously speaking to the guys there, um, they're looking to grow the store a lot more. Obviously, it comes with selling more product slowly, surely, but surely. But how do you feel? I actually was rather, not, I don't want to sound horrible here, but I was rather surprised actually. I didn't know what to expect from the car, a car shop in UK. Yeah, it's honestly really, really nice in there. It's nice, clean, set out really well. Of course, it is quite a small shop, but they wouldn't, in, of course, invest in a massive shop first time. If it does well, eventually they'll go to that. But it's a really, really nice store, honestly. Um, you've got quite a few, quite a few singles. Um which are priced really well as well, that it's not one of the ones where you go to a store and you're seeing, oh, this is 100 quid, this is 90 quid, it's 50 quid over comps. No, they 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 try and price everything very, very fair in terms of the wax as well. Everything is priced fair. You don't go in there like, well, let me walk out now. No, you go in there, you look, and you, you actually comp- contemplate buying the whole store. <laughs> Honestly, I was you you was in there. You were, you were let us know what, um, what you've done. Um, but... Like I said, you go in there, you're like, oh, I have to buy something. Yeah. You can't, it's like going to a London car show. You go, don't go to a London car show just to walk about. Although that's fine. You want to go there to buy a few things. Yeah. We went to Kaboom and, um, yeah, go on, Eric. go on, um, Roddy. Yeah, well, it turned out to be a lot more expensive train journey to Finchley Park and back, which I was just <laughs> expecting just to go along and have a look. Obviously, it was very, like you say, very, very fair priced cards in there. Um. And I think that's the main thing. Like there was a lot of cards in there that if I had more money, I probably would have bought them as well. I know there was a few cards that you had your on as well, but I did make two pickups while I was in there. And both of them I'm very happy with. It's solid in the PC. First one up for anyone who's watching along. Uh, for anyone who's not, there, these this card is actually up on my Instagram at the moment and the next one will be up tomorrow. This is a World Cup Stars, obviously red parallel from 2014 in a PSA 8, which is a lovely card coming to one for nine there for the camera. The red is just lovely, obviously being Arsenal as well, but goes with the Germany card. Meza, I think everyone knows I like a bit of Meza Ozil. But then the second one, which I thought was an absolute steal, which was 
this Gabby Martinelli score. Obviously, score is a bit of a low end set, but rookie 249 in a PSA. And I've actually got this one for 20, which if you're buying it, How you can't card, complain. Yeah, yeah. Both of them for 45, you cannot complain. It's all probably at, at some card shows, people were probably asking maybe 40 for one of them. So it was very yeah. fair, very, very fair price. And when I was talking to the guys in, they do quite a lot of PSA submissions, so they get quite a lot of cards in. Obviously, being an Arsenal area as well, they always focus on the Arsenal kind of clientele. Yeah. But like I said, it was really interesting, the store. And I feel like it's one of them that'd be intriguing to see their growth as well. Obviously, like we've spoken about your growth over the last like, six to seven months. But their one as well, because once it gets a bit more traction, obviously, there are a lot, a lot of card shows as well. But it's always the temptation. Yeah. It's dangerous when you go in there because you might be like, I'm going to just buy one card or two. Three, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, and then you see all the 2014 World Cup Prism, and you're like, Oh, well, that's yeah. dangerous, yeah, because obviously, I'm, I'm starting to collect a lot of 2014 now as well. Mm. World Cup Prism, so if you've got any guys, drop me a message and I'll um, I'll see if I can grab some. But there was a last a nice amount of 2014 World Cup Prism in there as well. Again, priced nicely. You saw the measure and you was like, Gotta get it, yeah, I gotta get it. You were just coming down with me. I, I got a few top loaders and um, a few suppliers because I needed some ASAP for some breaks and stuff. And then you was like, you know what, I'll take a little trip down with you just to have a little look at the store. Yeah. And it wasn't just a little look. It was a little bit more expensive. No, yeah, that, that, I can't complain, especially when it's PC yeah. related. It's one of them that oh, it's nice to get that. Like I said, I'm going to try and talk to the... We're probably going to go down another time where we have a bit more time because we did go on a... Yeah. midweek literally lunchtime break kind of thing get down there speak yeah. to them a lot more probably maybe even if they're at the london card show potentially speak to them a bit more then but like they've got a nice breaking area out back as well i think they're on whatnot as well so yeah. like i say it's a very nice story wish them the best love and hopefully we never know that we might try and convince them to get them on an episode but obviously i've alluded to two of my pickups i've got another couple obviously one is actually courtesy of the man who's actually on the call which was always a bit handy this is not a plug and it's not like some sort of sponsorship well Obviously, from the new Chrome here, lovely Marquinhos. Obviously, he's rookie in Chrome to 150. Just a lovely... I just I really like Chrome. Obviously, now, this is the first time Arsenal have been in a topped Chrome. Been in Merlin Chrome, but we haven't been in topped Chrome. So, that was a lovely one. And then this one arrived today, and it's gone up there. One of my favourite stickers. Uh, for people who are not That's seeing that. it, this is a 2000 Bundesliga football. Jens Lehmann, obviously, uh, in the background, I have got my eminence... Uh, which still says weird to me saying Eminence Layman over my back shoulder, but Sparkle for, and I just love this one because I always remember him wearing his cap for Arsenal, and obviously he's got his cap on in there. But like I say it's a nice cut of pickups, and obviously Harry's got. We, anyone who's listened to this, you can message HGA to see his pickups because no doubt he's got some, and if he hasn't, he'll be getting ridiculed next week because he'll have an extra week's break to pick stuff up. But obviously, Mr. LGL has. I know he's actually picked up some nice bits as well because I've actually seen them in person, so. Why don't you tell us some of your recent pickups? All right, let's have a look. So I picked up a load of Mudricks. They have now been sent to Graydon. So unfortunately, I haven't got them to show. Um, they was, it was a Mudrick top deco to 25, a Mudrick top deco to 99, another one to 99, another one to 99. <laughs> I might as well go forward to 99. A Chelsea team set to 25. It was about, it was about 10 numbered. They've all gone to Graydon now. Hopefully they come back tens. Um, but let's show you a few other cards that I have now picked up. So I got this in a break, as again, West Ham. Jeff Hurst Auto from uh, Breakaway. It's a nice one. I picked up a Tilo Kera uh, Breakaway to 10 gold. Really nice. 
I mentioned to you, I want to kind of, kind of get more into the West Ham cards, kind of enjoy that personal collecting more. Because a lot of people prospect, kind of like I do with Mudrick, prospecting, buy into a player, hopefully he does well. But I want to get more into West Ham. Enjoy, enjoy the hobby more. That's one thing I say to a lot of people. Don't always prospect, just buy what you enjoy. So that's why I'm getting West Ham cards. There is another Mudrick here, which I bought off Mr. El Toro, which he pulled. This is to 99. This is from the flagship one, which is a nice one to have, Madrid. And they used to go to Graydon as well. And like I said, getting more into 2014 World Cup Prism, I picked this up for like a quid. Um, it's just a random player. It's Majid Bouguera from Algeria to 199. End of the day, I just want to collect a load of 2014 World Cup Prism, wherever it is, I'm there to buy it. And a nice Lonzo Ball, which I'm a, a massive fan of Lonzo Ball. If you guys do know basketball, um, Lonzo Ball is my favourite player. Has been injured for two years now, unfortunately. When he comes back, if he does, honestly, guys, I'm crying in the corner right now every single day, waiting for a, a Woj or Shams tweet saying, yes, Lonzo Ball is back. But it's not looking like it at the moment. But PSN9, Ruby Wave, which is a nice one again, picked up for like a tenner. Definitely can't complain. That card... Give us three years ago, 27, say five years ago now, sorry, in 2017, 2018, would probably be like a hundred quid card. And now it's worth nothing. But yeah, they are my pickups. Um, I've got a few others, like I said, the Madrix, but they are all at grading as we speak. Now, like I say, it's always good to see pickups. And obviously, that was another question. Obviously, now we've spoke about it a lot, obviously, now enjoying the hobby as well, not just from a breaking perspective, but obviously from your own collecting standpoint. And I think everyone goes through that level of changing your, your, what you want to do, what you want to collect. So I know obviously there, Mudrick is what you're probably your main PC now alongside the 2014 World Cup prison. But I know you did mention West Ham, obviously, after Conference League win, there's been a lot of cards getting into Tops product. There's Tops Nows, there's Prisms, there's quite a lot of things. So is that something you're going to pick? Is there anything in particular West Ham, like short prints, golds? Because I know that's so much now that you can't collect everything. Yeah. Yeah, um, ideally, I'd probably look for kind of lower numbered stuff or autos. Uh, like I said, Tino Kerr to 10 is a nice one to have. Gold, gold's beautiful. Um, Hurst Auto, of course, iconic player, autograph, nice one to have. Them kind of cards, nothing in particular. So, wherever people have, I'm there. But like I said, I want to be able to enjoy the hobby more because a lot of people, like I said, just buy these hot players, Messi, Ronaldo. No, it's sometimes about going back to the roots. So, when you first collected cards when you was a kid, Collecting all your West Ham cards, you, you, you for your Arsenal cards, trying to collect every single Arsenal card. All, for me, West Ham cards, all the match attacks, kind of going back to that, really enjoying the hobby. That's why oh, I've got more uh, um, West Ham cards and I definitely want to keep them coming. Yeah, no, I think especially when you do PC, like you say, Lonzo Ball, 2014 World Cup, Richard Mudrick, and now West Ham. When you do go to a London card show, it's fantastic because you're looking at, you're you've got that, eagerness to be like oh if i look at this next box there could be a to 10 for nails or there could be yeah. a lonzo ball autograph card that uh, obviously has come down in price and i always had the same thing i always laugh and joke about like a needle in a haystack at london guard show trying to find like yeah. either arsenal women's cards or granite shepherd cards. it's just that added thing of for example this jens layman for people watching this i bought this for one euro and shipping with one euro 15 cents so i'm in it for about two pound and it's taken three weeks to arrive because it's come all the way from Milan. And I've been, I've been oh, it's, not, it's worth nothing. It's worth one pound. But because you collect that, it's that it's worth so much more yeah. to you than that one pound. Yeah. And no doubt, obviously, 
we will have in about three weeks time we will have our london culture specials i know there's a lot of good things they're working on but obviously there's one other thing obviously people won't know and i just want to say from the top loaded podcast and from everyone who listens we do wish you well in your first boxing match this week thank you very much thank you very much this friday guys i'm having my first boxing uh white collar bout been training hard you probably see the first episode to now the weight is dropping off slowly but surely but yeah thank you very much um fingers crossed to go as well guys i'll let you all know on the next episode um unless i'll be all bruised but hopefully not hopefully it'll be good um yeah it's gonna be a fair match it's my first fight the other guy's first fight so um fingers crossed been training hard um so again i won't be breaking this week because of just preparing for the for the fight don't want to overwork myself but um yeah, man. Thank you very much. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited. Now, like I say, me and a few other guys are coming down as well to it. So we wish you all the best of luck with that one. And obviously, that does tie the end, coming to the end now of episode 70. But is there any final remarks before we uh, before we hit the outro that you want to say? So we'll just quickly go over goals. 2.5k followers by the next um, episode that I'm on in three months. 36 streams. I'm going to jot down every single time so I can let you guys know if we hit it, if we succeed it, if we do more or less, whatever it may be. Um, if you want, if you want any tips or tricks, guys, let me know. I'm more than happy to help. Like I said, I, I don't know everything. I'm still fairly new to it. Whatever I know, I will more than be more than happy to go ahead and help. Um, and they're the biggest things. Like I said, any tips, let me know. And they are the goals for the next episode. Like we said, we can't wait to have you back on. Obviously, just yet again, that on whatnot, YouTube and Instagram, it's all the same. It's at LGL Breaks. If you're listening on, if you just check our Instagram posts. The app would be in our post anyway, and that will take you directly to your Instagram page. But like we say, uh, Lewis, obviously, thank you so much for joining us again. And we actually are very much looking forward to the next episode, John, and seeing the journey from now to then. Thank you very, very much. And again, a pleasure to be on the podcast of the year. Yeah, thank you very much. Like we say, from me and Harry, sadly, Harry couldn't join us this week, but he will be back next week and obviously we'll be talking all things good hobby with a few special guests lined up for a not too distant future but yet again uh, the main thing of this one is just thank you ever so much for every single person out there who's listened watched helped or anything along the journey um and just a massive thank you yet again for uh voting us the podcast of the year which is still very overwhelming for us and actually believe it or not i was speechless on saturday and i was i was laughing and joking saying thank god it won and out during the podcast because it would have been the worst podcast after winning the awards but <laughs> like we say thank you ever so much for everyone for watching listening or anything else until next time hope everyone out there's buying selling trading all that good jazz but most importantly happy hobbying and good night